Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey everyone, welcome back to an episode of Popcorn Ice the Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Jake. We are back in person, back in the old studio. It's been a, it's been a bit, but and, we're back. And let me tell you, we got a good one for the for you today, folks. Very I, special episode. Yes, That's yes. true. For those of you who haven't uh, come across Popcorn Heist, the podcast before though, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I created uh, to create pop culture content created by fans for fans. But Popcorn Heist, the podcast is specifically a podcast where we can nerd out about the franchises we love most, such as Marvel, uh, Disney... You name it, Game of Thrones. In this case, it's Star Wars, but pretty much anything. Lots of lots of nerd franchises. Um, so if you like an episode you listen to, please give us a follow and a review on iTunes. It really helps the show. We release episodes on Thursdays. Um, and we'd be remiss if we also didn't mention the other podcast on our Popcorn Heist network. Yes, that's right. We are a network now, if you haven't heard. <laughs> the other podca- we're pretty big now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a big deal. Yeah. Um, the other podcast is called A Sims Guide to the MCU, hosted by our good friends Alyssa and Kelly. And they go through the romances and bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So definitely check them out. They're really funny, and they got some great episodes always coming out on Saturdays. Um, but if you want more pop culture content, then feel free to visit us on our Instagram at Popcorn Heist or on our website, popcornheist.com, for blog posts, Trivia Tuesday, brackets, rankings, anything of the sort. Polls. Polls. <laughs> Hello, poll. <laughs> Classic SpongeBob. Classic, code, classic SpongeBob. Code. Yeah, you had to be there. <laughs> um, anyway, this is a very special episode we got tonight. This is something that we've we've kind of had in the works for a long time. I think even before we started the long, podcast, this long, was like long time. This was an idea, and we just haven't had the means to do it. So I'm glad we're finally getting to it, and uh, it is a wine and rant episode. And um, Jake and I, as we've mentioned many times, were roommates in college, and we, we, we've had our fair share of drinks in the day. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me t- let me tell you, this is not my first drink. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a lot of the conversations that we've kind of had, where we just kind of go off and rant about different franchises, have been after quite the few drinks. So mm-hmm. um, we we kind of wanted to do something similar on the podcast and kind of just go off about a specific topic or a specific character or something we either absolutely hate, something we absolutely love, something others hate but we love, something others love but we hate. Yes. Um, kind of really whatever we want. It's our podcast. We, we could do whatever we want. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> we, we really could. Uh, but yeah, we might have guests on this. Seg- this is a completely different segment. So you, we do movie reviews. We've done the Popcorn House Report Card, if you've listened to episodes in the past. But this Wine and Rants is its own segment where we can be unhinged, off the leash, just completely passionate about something we hate or love. Um, really, it could be a negative or positive episode or a combination of the two. This one, it's really up for grabs. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep, we will be having quite quite a few drinks during this episode. Yes. Um, so 
We were excited to see how that facilitates the discussion. As the episode, as the title of the segment suggests, we will be drinking wine during this episode. We will be. Not every episode will feature actually wine. It's more just like nah. alcohol. I mean, a lot of them will. Uh, alcohol, ranting, roasting. I feel, I feel like certain topics might lend themselves to like, oh, we need a beer for this yeah. episode. Oh, we need some whiskey or something. I, that I is don't true. Know. Yeah. But today are we, we are drinking wine and we are drinking a very special wine. Yes. Please tell us what wine that is, Jake. Well, we are drinking a red wine called poppy <laughs> from it's from italy I, I don't know what type of wine it is it's pretty decent you know i'm not a wine connoisseur of any kind but uh, did i tell you we've been to napa valley we're pretty much the wine connoisseur <laughs> um, yep so we didn't we were just kind of in the store trying to figure out what uh what wine or drink kind of goes with star wars and we saw poppy and we know that especially in the last jedi one of our favorite characters or Maybe least favorite characters. Luke Skywalker has some poppy issues. Kylo Ren also has some poppy issues. So it's, we got a lot of poppy issues. The really the whole franchise is about family and just poppy issues. Poppy issues. Yeah. So <laughs> Anakin, I'm sure, had some poppy issues considering he had none. It could, yeah, literally. Uh, <laughs> so we felt it was very fitting. And if you haven't guessed by now, the topic of this first wine and rant is Star Wars: The Last Jedi, the infamous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are not the first to rant about this this movie on the internet for no, sure. No, so we we felt it was very fitting to for a segment all about rants and being unhinged to talk about one of the most talked about rantable. controversial rantable uh, movies in nerd culture. Um, that being said, uh, while we are going to be unhinged and completely passionate talking about our thoughts here, you know we're we're gonna be we're gonna no no nothing held back, but we don't support any any toxic nature of any kind we're not going to get out of control over here yeah some star wars fans can be very to toxic and kind of uh go a little bit too too hard on some of the characters and actors and really it's a, really show some toxicity uh, out let here. me tell you I, I wouldn't i wouldn't do what what some of them have done no we will be passionate but not toxic yes so we're here to have fun and that being said to add a little bit more fun to wine and rants nick and i came up with five rules that are going to be through any wine and rant episode uh in which if one of us breaks these rules then we have to take a drink throughout the episode so nick why don't you take us through the five rules i shall so the first rule of wine and rant is if we have an ad lib quote so not so much like referencing a quote from from for in this example the last jedi but if we just one of us is talking the other one whips out a quote or the other one just says a quote either from the star wars franchise or not from the star wars franchise if you've ever listened to this podcast we throw out quotes all the time random quotes jake threw out a spongebob quote already on this episode would have had to drink if we had started the mm -hmm. the winding but um that is rule number one rule number two is if we brutally roast an, a person either fictional or non-fictional so that includes directors characters <laughs> i guess actors but we won't get too toxic um friends family friends family really anyone <laughs> yeah. um the third is we called we didn't have a straight up name for this one we called it frazzle stroke it's kind of like if one of us is talking or ranting and we kind of get like lose our train of thought because we're getting so passionate yeah. or or like just have to take a breath and gasp <laughs> if, if you like stumble over your words and just like get red in the face, then that that's frazzle. Yeah, stroke. so that'll be that'll be up to our discretion a little bit more. So we'll kind of just be like, you're a frazzle stroke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fourth is, you know, I love nicknames. You know, Jake loves nicknames. If we forget a character's name or if we have a character that we just feel like giving a random nickname to, we throw out a lot of nicknames. I mean, you would have had to drink so many times in the Eternals episode because you couldn't remember any of their names. <laughs> exactly. So if we nickname a character, we might not have as many with Star Wars, but I'll try I'll try to think of some. Yeah. Um, and then the, the fifth and last rule is if one of us convinces the other. Uh, so like if one of us starts off with a certain opinion, the other one kind of re rebutes it. Is that a word? Rebutes? Um, yeah. Rebuttals it. 
and uh, then they kind of like bring the, the other to their side. Um, then the person who is convinced will have to drink. We'll see if that happens this episode. You know, I, I feel like we might, we mostly have the same views of Last Jedi, but we'll see. We'll, we'll get yeah, into we'll it. Yeah, we'll see. My views of this movie have also changed over the years, I feel like. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, but that being said, I feel like we've taken you guys through wine and rants. Nick? Let's let it begin. Raise your glass. To nerds of all, we offer this toast. An episode filled with drinks and roasts. For on-screen favorites, yours and mine. Come join us as we rant and wine. Cheers. Cheers. Just a little toast for you that we wrote up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, before we get into the whining and ranting, what's the quote of the episode? Quotes of the episodes are not going to go away for whining and rants. You know us. We love to quote. So, we picked a very special one from The Last Jedi. Yeah, this one was actually a quick one. Mm -hmm. um, this is from The Last Jedi trailer and in the movie, and it's Kylo Ren to Rey. And the quote is, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Very fitting quote because Definitely. there's a lot of things in this movie that feel like they're letting the past of Star Wars die. Um, and we could we could argue about that. I'm sure like... Certain fans believe that, certain fans don't. But I will start off at the very beginning of the movie with one of the one of the earliest scenes, not the earliest scene, um, which has always been something that I felt like to find the Last Jedi. Um, do you have anything to say about the quote before I get to the scene? No, I just I I like the quote a lot. You know, Kylo's probably my favorite part of the sequel trilogy, like the redeeming quality of it for me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I I think it's a cool quote, and I like. Spoiler alert! I kind of like the direction that that in that sense of the Last Jedi, where they're like. <laughs> Light side, dark side, it's all the same. Like, it's all politics. It's all corrupt. Like, let the past die. We have to move in a new direction. But did they move in a new direction in the end? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, something that I felt... Back to the scene I was speaking of, like, something I felt like really defines The Last Jedi and, like, defines the direction that it was taken in and maybe defines the whole sequel trilogy, but we'll talk about some of the others in other episodes, but is that one of the first scenes when Rey hands Luke back the lightsaber... And I feel like in The Force Awakens, that was like a suit, one of the best scenes in the movie. Like, Mark Hamill was in the movie, but didn't even say a word. His acting was like great in that scene. And you know that JJ like really cared about that scene and the direction that scene was going. And then one of the first scenes of The Last Jedi, he takes the lightsaber and throws it over his shoulder. Like, kind of clear that that's not what he was thinking when they made The Force Awakens. And I feel like that was just Ryan Johnson being like, this is my movie. We're going a completely different way. We're doing whatever we want. Like, we're going the way I want to go. Like, he definitely... I think that that was a straight up, like, I'm doing this my way moment. That was, that was a screw you a little bit. I think that as was much as it was you. like, you know, I'm sure he, he respects... Obviously, if he's doing a Star Wars movie, he respects Star Wars. He respects the history. He respects J.J. Abrams. But that was a screw you moment. You yeah. I, I think I don't think he disrespects Star Wars in general. I think a lot of the no, things that no. people complain about... Um, I don't think they go against Star Wars lore as much as people like to act like they do. No. They, but, they definitely don't. Yeah. But, but I do think he very much was like, I'm going to take the sequels in a way I want to go. Yeah, but he could have done that. Like, there's so many ways he could have executed that without... I mean, throughout the entire movie, the biggest complaint of The Last Jedi is what happened to Luke's character. And that starts from that scene. Oh, yeah. Right. And I think that's probably my biggest complaint of the movie. Um, but yeah, that, that scene was really like... Not only to say, screw you, JJ, but it's like, here here's where I'm going with Luke. He, like, he had to have that moment... Because he couldn't be conflicted because he's so like staunch in his beliefs in the in the early parts of the movie. So it's like 
screw you, JJ. Also, this is where Luke's at. Yeah. And and take it from, I mean, we didn't grow up with the with the original trilogy, right? Our parents grew up with the original mm-hmm. trilogy, that generation. Take it from someone who was in that generation. Maybe they liked the prequels, maybe they didn't. But still, like, they grew up with the original trilogy that was theirs. The last time they saw Luke, he had just saved his father. He, like, cared about the Jedi. He cared about saving his father. Like, that's part of his father's legacy, his family legacy. His family lightsaber. Like... Forget it. Okay, if he wants to abandon the Jedi, like, let the past die, whatever. Like, that's pretty... That's cool. Like, yeah, the Jedi... Is it? Well, <laughs> let me ask you, Nick. Do you agree with the way the Jedi uh, operated in the prequels and... Uh, no. So the... so here here's where I'm at with the Jedi. And, wait, and I wait, feel like wait, we're getting... Let me, let me fin- wait, yeah, uh, finish your thought this, and then... So, regardless, yeah, he wants to... The Jedi need to change, they need to end, whatever. That's your family legacy. That Luke is all about... He, mm-hmm. he, he didn't let... He was the only one of the only people who couldn't be turned by the emperor, who couldn't be affected by that. He stood up and he said, "No, I'm a Jedi like my father before me." That that lightsaber represents that to its core. You think he would just throw it over his shoulder? Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> you want the Jedi then? That's all fine and well, but like, he would never throw his lightsaber over. And I, I hate to act like the the Star Wars fans who are like, "This is not what Star Wars should be," because I'm not George Lucas, who knows what Star Wars should be. But like. Come on, we're, we're not idiots, you know. After seeing Luke grow throughout the original trilogy, he wouldn't have done that. I don't, I don't Yeah, think. and I think also, if you think about it, it's not only turning his back on, like, the Skywalker lightsaber. It's literally, like, Leia sent this person to help her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm not helping Leia either. Like, it's literally just, like, throwing everything over his back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lu- I mean, Luke's arc is something that the whole episode could be on, and it's something so annoying. And I feel like, like you said, he's someone who... I don't, I never liked Luke, and you know this. I never liked Luke. But the one, like, the few moments I do like him are all in Return of the Jedi. And I feel like to, after Return of the Jedi, I did, even though I don't like him that much, I felt like he was the most powerful Jedi. Or was on track to become the most powerful Jedi. So just, like, to see him, like, kind of really just not even, like, not only not meet expectations, but literally be an annoying bad character. It like everything that happened in between then, like nothing came out of it. And what was the whole point of the jet like him defeating the Empire just to like not rebuild the Jedi? And he could I know I don't agree with the Jedi and the prequels and stuff, whatever, but he's the leader of the Jedi now. He can kind of define what that means to him. He's like the Grandmaster now. He could kind of do whatever he wants. So he doesn't have to go with the old ways of the Jedi. He can rebuild the way he wants he sees it. I guess he feels like he failed because of Kylo though. Yeah, so that br- that brings up the question, like, I, I want to ask your opinion. Do you think it's just a case-by-case basis, like, it's specifically with Luke, that a lot of people who justify his arc in the movie are like, listen, you ha- like, characters have to have an arc. Like, he can't just, like, throughout the original trilogy, he rose, he became the most powerful Jedi. Now, he can't just stay there. There has to be more of an arc, so they had to do something with him, like, to make him lose faith. To continue him rather than just keep him stagnant. But I feel like, again, it's a case-by-case basis where Luke is, for someone like you who didn't grow up with the original trilogy and may not like him as much, you respect the lore and you're like, he's the most powerful Jedi, so I respect that part of the story. The people who grew up with Star Wars as kids, Luke was their hero. To see their hero fall like that after so many years, I feel like you have to judge character arcs on a case-by-case basis where you have to have known, like, this might not be the right way to deal with this character who has such an attachment and so ingrained into the lore for people who 
are Star Wars fans but may not like him and are just he's their hero for people who grew up with the original trilogy. You know, you, I feel like that has to be treated with a little bit more a little bit more carefully. Yeah, I I think um again, I like you said they wanted to give him an arc, which is is where they like kind of they almost tried too hard to give him an arc so it felt like one that it didn't make sense where he started. Yeah. Um I feel like they could have made an arc that was more based on like I'm not the one to lead the Jedi because I failed Kylo. Not like the Jedi have to end because they're the worst and like there's no like I don't know. I felt like they went too hard with he's in the he's down in the dumps. He really doesn't like the Jedi. Like But the I will say the best part about that arc is the scene where he's like he finally is like shooting straight with Rey and he's like, Listen, the Jedi were corrupt, like they allowed like Emperor Palpatine to grow under their noses and uh, corrupt. That's just because they touched on the prequels. But that's I like that that they actually like I like that they addressed the prequels. I agree, but she should have been like, then you make a new Jedi. She should have, and but... he never deals with that problem that he mentions. Like he never does anything to be like, here's how we're going to change the Jedi for the better. He doesn't. End yeah, up helping they with they, that. they don't address that at all. I feel like they didn't go into how he was building his. I would I would like to know, like, did he originally start his Jedi organization, um, like trying to change it from the past? Like, how much did he know? Obviously, he knows now in the sequel trilogy, like, because he mentions Darth Sidious and he mentions how his father was turned to the dark side. But, you know, how much does he know about the Jedi and how they were built? I think he knows a lot because he has all those ancient texts and I, he probably speaks to Anakin through the Force every once in a while or whatever before he cut himself off. Um, I feel like he probably knows a lot, but he, even so, like, I don't think that justifies him not wanting to continue it because he could just change it. If he wants to. Yeah, he, he, he definitely could have. Yeah, and I think that, again, they never really solved that problem in the end. So, like, what was the point of him even mentioning it if he doesn't come out on the... Like, if the Jedi don't come out of the other side better, which they don't address. Well, that's a that's almost a problem with Rise of Skywalker. Too. Yeah, but they, it's like, oh, we're going to abandon the Jedi... Yoda's like, abandon the Jedi text, burn them, whatever. You never read them. And then they don't abandon them anyway, and Rey stole them, and they don't do... Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, I... I so... It kind of in the same vein, like, do you believe that Luke would have done what he did to Kylo? What they revealed, like the big reveal, no. was that he like in, at the slightest inclination that Kylo was tempted by Snoke, he was ready to kill him for a split second. I think everyone makes mistakes, but I think that's not my least favorite plot point of the movie. It's something I don't like, but it's not like I think him just completely giving up on the Jedi is probably worse for me. Um, but yeah, I mean. No one's gonna raise a lightsaber to their nephew. Though, though also, no matter what you see, no one is. Especially Luke Skywalker. It doesn't really make much sense. But also, I get it. Like before, so you see a vision. Okay, Mr. I, I mean, I mean he's trying to avoid visions. Yeah, but he proved he wasn't his dad. In the in the in the I know. In and now he's trying Jedi. to avoid visions again. Yeah, I don't know. Or the Skywalkers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Is that a frazzle stroke? That, that's a frazzle <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Luke's Luke's arc is is a no go for me. No, no, did not like it. Um, but to be honest, that may be the main thing that I, the main problem I have with this movie. Yeah. Otherwise, that... like, okay, what else is there in this movie that? Uh, okay, I can actually think of one thing that m many people don't like is the, the plot with Rose and Finn in this movie. Yeah, I mean, that's something we, we, gotta, we gotta discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they... It was irrelevant, yeah. 
I don't really mind that though. Like I don't think it was completely unenjoyable. Do you think that every Star Wars movie is trying too hard to have that cantina moment? That that the Last Jedi was for sure. I for sure. Like, I feel like every movie so far has a cantina moment. Yeah, but I don't mind seeing like a cool party place on a new planet. I don't mind it, but like it almost feels like it's clockwork. Like in the middle of the movie, we go to like a quirky like bar or like hideout place. Yeah, where, like but if Star it was... Wars can be formulaic. That's just how it is. I don't really mind that that much. Like I didn't, I didn't mind that they went to an equivalent of the cantina, and it was like a cool casino. Like it was cool to see a space casino. Um, I thought they were like a little bit like. The... The whole thing with the horses and stuff, it was just a little bit too long. Like, they just, like, stretched it out too too far with, like, that chase scene that, like, really didn't mean anything. You didn't really get why Benicio Del Toro was, like, helping them at first. Like, I guess to escape also, but, like, why? I don't know. It was just, like, a weird plot line. It, it was a weird plot line. And for him to not come back also after that was just weird that he was a one-off character. It was weird that he was a one-off character for sure. But I think it was because they, like, didn't want to bring him back. They wanted to undo it. But, <laughs> but the, I think the biggest thing for me with Finn and Rose's story isn't so much that it's irrelevant. I actually enjoy the fight between him and Captain Phasma, too. Oh, I that's like, actually a good fight. I like the stuff that on the That made you like Captain Phasma again. <laughs> a, a little bit. Like, I think she was underutilized. But I do, like, I do like that fight a little bit. So, like, there is good things in that plot line. I don't think it was, like, completely irrelevant as everyone else thinks. It definitely was a little bit irrelevant. But I think the weirdest thing to me is, like, how especially Finn and Rose, like, they build a romantic interest, but then they don't do, do anything about it. Like, all the romantic interests and the entire sequel trilogy. Well, like, you're talking about across the whole sequel trilogy, yeah, right? Because but I Rose love... and Finn being the prime example of, like, oh, here's romantic interest. But then it's like, wait, but not really. But did you see that come? Because a lot of people were saying They didn't that have they, chemistry they, now. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't really, like, a romantic interest. It was... So why did they even throw that in there? I think, I think that sometimes... No, but... So... But that's at the end of the movie. Like by yeah. the time we're in the in the cantina, like the the casino, like you you don't really know like what's going on between them. You're kind of just like, oh, they're yeah. like buddies. Yeah, yeah. But I don't hate the cantina. I think my I'm saying my least favorite part is like the fact that they just threw in a romantic kiss. It's tried to make it a little bit of a romantic interest by throwing in a kiss at the end. The, the only thing that comes out of the the casino scene that I think is worth it for the movie is that it ties it all back with DJ's character. As much as I was like annoyed that he's a one off character and like what what purpose was this. That was the best part about it for me is that like in the end he just turned right back around and like it was almost like poetry. Like he said to that he's the one that revealed to them like oh you think you're working for the good gu the good guys yeah, like he pulled up the hologram and he's yeah. like oh they make weapons for the bad guys too and then he came right back around and even when like he redeemed himself and gave her back Rose back mm -hmm. her uh, necklace from her sister mm -hmm. he came right back around and betrayed them yeah which I kind I kind of really like how. Ryan Johnson brought that back around. I, that's one of the coolest parts of the movie to me is that theme of like, this is really like ridiculous when you think about it. Like it's all mayhem and it like, it like you can't try to justify it or like you can't try to like define it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I felt like they, again, they pull, bring in that theme like, oh, it doesn't matter. You're working for the bad guys or good guys. Like, the same people tell them both the weapons, but then they don't really do anything about it. But that's the thing. You know that's, I mean? a, that's a Rise of Skywalker problem. <laughs> but, like, l I, let me... Hot take of Last Jedi. Obviously, right now, still don't like the Luke arc. Still don't like the lights. Throwing the lights over the shoulder. My hot take is that... Same thing. Think about it. When Empire Strikes Back came out, so many people hated it. They hated parts about it. They were like, oh, no way. Darth Vader is his father. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, what kind of twist is that? 
and it ended up being amazing when they just went with it with Return of the Jedi. If they just went with the wave, went with everything that Ryan Johnson did, I no. swear to you no, no. that people would like The Last Jedi I think, more. I think there's too much of backtracking things from The Last Jedi, for sure. But I don't think that going with all the themes would have made sense either. I, I think they. I think the Last Jedi goes back on some of its own themes too at times. But like Luke's like the Jedi suck, and then he does nothing about it. Yo, but think oh of, no, I'm not the Last Jedi. Thanks. Wait, wait, say, say that. Like again. Luke's say, like, say, oh, that. you're at the end of the movie. Like Luke's arc comes to an end. He's like, no, you're wrong. I'm not the Last Jedi. Like, okay, but he did nothing to to actually change the Jedi. He's just like, okay, the Jedi are back. That's something that they could have, they should have shown Luke doing something about. No, it. it's definitely. I'm not going to say that if they went with it that there would still be no faults with The Last Jedi, but I think it would be a much positive, pos, much more positive reception to The Last Jedi. I don't know. But think about it. Think about it. The, but if The, the Last Luke's, Jedi went, you could say that about The Last Jedi and Force Awakens. You you could, but th <laughs> but think about how cool this would be. Like, one of the things that I, we're talking a lot about Rise of Skywalker now, but like, Luke's last line in the movie is see you around, kid, implying that he's oh, going to come back to Force Ghost. If they would have went with that, that I would have loved Luke's arc a little bit more. I was like, okay, like, yeah, he fell for a second, but like, well, him at with, least like they did something different to like bring him back. Him with the uh, scene with Kylo wouldn't have undone his whole arc, but it would have made that line cooler. It's annoying he didn't say he didn't see Kylo. It wouldn't have undone his whole arc, but it would definitely would have softened the blow and made it like okay, but at least could, it like. I don't think you could be like the last Jedi if they just went with it. Then it would have been fine. When everyone hated the last Jedi when it first came out, and then the Rise of Skywalker is the last one, so I was going to get a lot of heat because it's not going to answer some of the things that everyone wants answered. So I don't know. I think, I think the. That Rise of Skywalker did too much of backtracking Last Jedi for sure, but I don't think you can be like everything in the Last Jedi was good, and if they went with it, it no, I'm worked. not saying everything was good, but think about it: Luke coming back to haunt Kylo, Kylo being top dog instead of bringing back Palpatine. That's true, um, for sure. Giving Rose more more time in the movie mm. and not just like throwing her out. They shouldn't have thrown her out, but they shouldn't have given her that. Coming one. coming back with that theme of like letting the past die and that the good guys are the bad guys. It's all the same. I felt like I feel like it would have been. I don't think the last Jedi was really going that way with the good guys, bad guys, all the same. I think it was. I don't think honest. so. That's I think why that the, if they tried to, they didn't really do it that well because it didn't really. You didn't feel it. They the, were like, even, "Oh, Kylo's evil." No, but like the quote of the episode is like, "Kylo's like, come on, like let the past die, like that's Jedi Sith, like the it, evil it should one. all end." He's the evil one. Exactly, but that's still in the same theme of like, all right, the good guy, the everyone's Jedi Sith the good guys, to end, the bad but then guys. at the end they bring back the Jedi anyway. They're like, "Oh, we're not the last Jedi. I'm not the last Jedi." No, so they go I, against that in Last Jedi. No, but she's <laughs> the name doesn't even make sense. First of all, it does. The Last Jedi. Who's the Last Jedi? Ray. Oh my God! No, <laughs> she's gonna start a new Jedi order. No, no. At the, name doesn't at, make any sense. In that part of the movie, no, she's the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> the name doesn't make any sense. He literally says, "I'm not the Last Jedi." It's about Luke, and he's like, "I'm not the Last Jedi." And she, it's implied that she's he's not the Last Jedi. But it has, it has multi-meanings. It has, it has multi no, it doesn't That's why Return of the Jedi has multiple meanings. Return of the Jedi has multiple meanings. I agree with that. It means Luke and Anakin, because Anakin returns to the light side, and Luke's the Return of the Jedi. But the Last Jedi is like, Luke's the Last Jedi, but then he's like, I'm not the Last Jedi. And Rey's going to carry on the Jedi. It's implied. Because he, tra because he trained her, and at that point, he's like, okay, if, uh, I'm passing it on like she's the Last Jedi now. The name is stupid. Like, no matter what, you're never going to kill the last Also, Jedi. you can't name a movie. Two movies after Return of the Jedi. The Last Jedi. They just returned. Come on. <laughs> but it's Are like you kidding years. me? It's 30 years No, past. it's two movies later. It's ridiculous. Uh <laughs>
It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What a bad name, first of all. That's a gr- when we when we watched the trailer, we were like, "Oh my god, the Last Jedi!" Like, what? All right, what l- does that mean? Let we me were just wondering say, what it meant. Let me just it's say, it's not this. a good name. Last Jedi, one of the best trailers I've. Oh, uh, I agree with that. The Last Jedi had great trailers. The whole sequel trilogy trailers, trailers infinitely better. Like than the movies. trailers are some of the best trailers I've ever seen in my life. Infinitely better than the movies. You, you can't have the last Jedi happen right after the, the return of the Jedi. They just came back. It's so annoying. <laughs> I don't agree. Uh, anyway, what were we saying back? Back. I, I had something to say. Oh, Rise of Skywalker and the Last Jedi. Um, oh, one thing. One thing. Again, we're getting a little bit into the Rise of Skywalker here. One thing that I actually think could have worked if they went with it, but because they backtracked it, it just made it look all over the place, is Rey being no one. Like, I, like Rey not being any heritage of anything yes. i actually think that people hated that after the movie and i thought it was like not my favorite but then i was like honestly any of the answers are not really going to satisfy me like i feel like that's a good theme that like the force can be strong in anyone it doesn't matter what family you're from exactly. and then like the whole last scene of the last jedi is like oh look this little kid has the force he touched the broom and it's time back to the quote let the past die like you so know. i'm i'm i was i was good with that i think that's something that's one thing that i agree with you that the the ray's whole deal if they went with it if they went with the last jedi answer it would have made more sense than going back than than going back on like the last jedi in in the rise of skywalker which they definitely did like her her being a palpatine doesn't not make sense but it doesn't make sense because it's they not give you one answer in the last jedi and then give you another answer in in rise of skywalker so do you think that that's one of the reasons why? They pulled such a little loophole too. They're like, "Oh, technically your parents were no one." Uh, <laughs> like, come on, a bad loophole too. Like badly explained, poorly explained loophole. So dumb. Like, do you think that that's one of the reasons? So I- I'm kind of confused as like the reasons why. I-, I know Luke is a main part of it, but the reasons why people say that oh, Ryan Johnson doesn't understand Star Wars. Do you think that's one of the reasons? Like, I why think... do you think people are that upset that they were like, "Oh, she's no one." at first, and I think I think she's her being no one is something that people really didn't like about it. Because I also think that goes against The Force Awakens, if you think about it. But um, I don't think that that's the reason that people said he didn't understand Star Wars. I think the reason people said he didn't understand Star Wars was, one, Luke. Two, like a lot of people didn't like the Force projection, which we should get to also. Um, Let's get to that next. Yeah. yeah. Next. Next. Write it down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Ad-lib quote. <laughs> That was from Spongebob, if you're not a Spongebob fan. And if you didn't recognize the quote, then immediately st- stop watching this video. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people didn't like the Force projection. A lot of people didn't like the Force ghost that Yoda was like interacting with the environment. And he like lightning the, the thing. Um, we should get to the Yoda scene too. That's next. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's get to the Force projection. I feel like we talked about Luke's arc, but we didn't talk that much about the end of it. But, but before before we move on, do you, I think it was mostly because people just like came up with so many theories after Force Awakens. They're like, oh, her, her her father is this. Her her she's like a descendant of this. I think that people who were super invested in theories, one theory, that, would were mad that their theory didn't come true. That's why. Like, I feel like I didn't mind that. When Did I we need Ray to be a Kenobi? No. Did we need Ray to be a Palpatine? No. No. We wouldn't have been satisfied with any answer. Like you said. Yeah. Which is toxic to Star Wars fans. Anyway. <laughs> um, do we want to move to the Force projection? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, the Force projection is freaking cool. I will say it. The Force projection is cool. It's actually... A, I think that it's an acceptable ending to Luke's arc. Like, 
I don't like the beginning of Luke's arc, but I do like that they show him using a force power that we've never seen before. That's obviously super powerful. So are we looping this in also with Rey and Kylo's force FaceTime thing? Oh, we could. I think that's a separate topic. Okay, let's. let's we have talk many Luke topics. First. I agree with you. Great end to to Luke. Even the rest of his arc was trash, trash. But the the force projection was cool. That was a cool twist. I I like I like that too, and I think it it does a good job of balancing like. We have to get to Snoke's step. We have so much to get to in this. But but like, people, but Ryan Johnson doesn't understand Star Wars because of force projection. Like, people people I, I, think that's not like a force power, but it is. All right, let me. It's let a me, new force power. We like to see new force powers. I don't want to see the same thing in every movie. Yeah. I like to see new force powers, especially Luke, who like we know is super powerful. And and let me re- rebuttal that that point. Not your point, but fans' point uh, <laughs> is that. Like, it actually makes sense developing a new Force power because it's in the future this time. It didn't yeah. make sense in the prequels when all of a sudden they introduced Force speed and and yeah. stuff in the, which in the past. Which <laughs> you want. But, um, it, but it also, you can come back at that conversely and say that the sequels introduced Force healing, which they should have known about in the prequels, maybe. Yeah, I think, I, I think that's something that Force... Like, because all the characters we meet in Star Wars are, like, super powerful, right? So, like, everyone's assuming, like, oh, if Rey, if Rey can do something, then why couldn't Anakin do it? Why couldn't Luke do it? I think that not every Jedi has the same exact power. Like, some of them are more powerful in one thing versus the other. Um, so, when Force Heal happened, it's like, oh, why didn't this person use it on this person? Yeah. Pretty sure Palpatine used Force Heal on Anakin in Episode 3 when he, like, touches him. When he's like all dying, yeah, but like that, but that, I don't that, know if Sith are even able to use Force Heal, so I don't know if I can assume that. Um, I just think everyone has different powers. Like people, Grogu used it; he did use it. Um, I, I I get it, but I just don't think every Jedi knows that. And maybe the Jedi were so like invested in their politics that some of the Force powers like eluded them. Force Heal's been a thing in video games for years. Obi Wan was also like still a Padawan when Qui Gon died. Right, or yeah. not a Padawan, but like a... yeah, but like I, I see what they're saying. Like, why didn't people know about this power? And I think people did know about this power. I just think it like not every Jedi was able to use it, and like I don't know, it's been a thing in video games for years, years. We we can dive into a whole thing on video games. Have you seen the uh, the guy who voices Kanan Jarrus, um, mm. Freddie Prince Jr.? He had an interview with some star on a podcast or something and they brought up like stuff that's canon in the video games and he got like so pissed i remember i like told you to check out the video i don't know if you got to check I it don't out know if I, and he like went hard in on about like how he knows the force because dave Loney taught him and like he was explaining like the like how you should understand the force and stuff. really yeah, i don't know if we should take up this episode talking about it but it's really interesting interesting i'll have, yeah. to, I have to watch it um but yeah, I like the force projection. I think that one thing I would have liked to see, which I don't think you could have done if you did the force projection, is Luke lift the X-Wing from the river. I think that would have been a good arc from episode five. Because the X-Wing was in the water. It was like, oh, well, I guess he did that in Rise of Skywalker. He did, I was right going to say, you would have rather that happen in no, uh, Shadow. No, I love that they put it in Rise of Skywalker. But then people are like, why, do force ghosts, why can force ghosts use the force? And like, why don't they fight anyone? But I forgot. I so, so where is where is that character. idea coming from that they can't do it? I, I like why they, they they're coming they back as an embodiment of the force. Obi Wan says, "If you fight Vader, I can't interfere." Like they can't fight. Like they can't be in fights. But I think that's just because they're like part of the force. Then they're all peaceful. No, I when Obi Wan says that, I think it's because like this is a part of your destiny. Like if I help, I can't help you with. I it. I think like, it's you more need, of like I'm part journey. of the force. You're still living. You gotta go do it yourself. So you think he. Force Ghost shouldn't be able to interact with the real world. Uh, no, I don't mind that. I think Luke lifting the X-Wing in the Rise of Skywalker is great. I kind of forgot that that happened. 
Great scene. <laughs> um, but uh, but the, like the Yoda scene with the lightning, you, yeah. don't, you don't think that should have been... I like that scene. I don't mind it. They're an embodiment of the Force. I, it I'm makes not saying I feel that way. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know if you felt that no, way. No, I don't feel that way. I, th- I do get what people are saying, like, why don't they just help in battle? But I think it's more complicated than that. I'm not going to act like I know the Force. I don't use the Force, so I don't know what a Force ghost can, like, interfere with or not. But I think if you're Yoda and, like, you're dead... And, like, Luke is going to fight Vader. You're going to be like, go do it yourself. Yeah, it's like... you. And I think they, they help Rey when she fights Palpatine. She does. Yeah. So, they, yeah, that's a whole different movie, but... No, but I th- I think, like, when Obi-Wan said that, in my, in my mind, it was like, this is your journey. Like, yeah. you have to do it yourself. Like, not that I can't help you. Like, I he could have done something if he wanted to, but it's like, this is your journey. Like, you're not going to learn anything if you don't do it but yourself. But I also feel like... As much as they do interact a little bit with the real world, like, I don't think that everyone at the Endor battle, like, afterwards could see, like, Obi-Wan and Anakin and Yoda sitting there. I think it was, like, they appeared to Luke. Like, they only appeared to people. Oh, you don't think Leia saw them, either? I think maybe Leia saw them, but not Han. Like, I don't think they were just, like, actually sitting there as ghosts. You know what I mean? Like, they only, like, interact with people who they, who are also Force-sensitive, so, like, maybe they can't use their powers... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they use them sparingly. Like, Obi Wan interferes when uh, Luke is about to blow up the Death Star. He his voice goes, "Use the Force, Luke." <laughs> Use the Force, <laughs> thanks, Luke. Thanks, Obi Wan. Thanks, Obi Wan. Drink. <laughs> um. All right, let's talk about Yoda. Let's Did, talk about Yoda. That, yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes. That's in, one of my favorite scenes too. I, I do think he looks a little weird. I like that they used the puppet rather I like than CGI. That they used the puppet, but it looks a little weird. He looks even better in five and six. I feel like. <laughs> Maybe you think not. so? I don't know. I think he looks a little weird, but I don't mind. Like it's Yoda. He's a puppet. He I, looks better than original Phantom I, Menace. I, Go look up Yoda, Phantom Menace puppet. Oh, horrible! horrible. They re CGI'd him in the new versions, but in the original Phantom Menace, I remember watching it as a kid. He looked. You don't look good. No, you don't look good. You don't Yoda. look good. No. And Yaddle, too. <laughs> I don't know if they're re-CGI'd her, though. I think she's still... She's, I think she's out of it. She's not in it anymore. They just cut her out? I think so. That's a crime. That is a crime. They brutally roasted her. George Lucas got a drink. <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas, if you're out there, if you're listening... Please drink for cutting out Yaddle. You think he listens to Popcorn Heist? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Probably um, like us very much. We'll have to talk. That'll be interesting. We'll, we're definitely going to do a wine and ran on Revenge of the Sith. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, um, and I actually met George Lucas once, and Nick gave me a question to ask him about Revenge of the Sith. So we'll talk about it in a future wine and rant. Stay tuned. Yes. Um, yes, definitely one of the best scenes. I was probably more excited to see Yoda than I was to see Luke, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we knew we were going to see Luke, and I was super. I, I think we were kind of wondering if we'd see Anakin and, like, I think in a perfect world, we would have seen Obi-Wan instead of Yoda, but obviously that can't happen because Alec Guinness has passed away many years ago. Um, but I think Yoda was the right choice for Luke. I think Anakin should have showed up in a different movie. Ooh, that's scene. a whole other um, podcast. But I think Yoda was the right one to... And I, I like the whole dialogue of that scene where it's like, Yoda is the one to be like, you know, Ray doesn't need those books. You haven't even read them. I wouldn't have read them if I was Luke. So, so we... we... We we disagree on this. You think that he was implying like that he didn't read them at all? Yeah, I think I think he was implying that he barely read them. No, I think he was just like he's like, have you read them? He's I think, like, well, I no, I think he was just like, oh, they're so interesting, are they? Like, and he's just like, well, they... no, I think he's like, did you read them? He's like, he's like, well, and he's like, not page turners. 
You didn't read them. You didn't do your I homework. don't know. I think it was just like he—he's like worshiping them, and Yoda's like, "Yo, they're not really page turners, you know." And he's like, "Well, the, the sacred Jedi texts." He's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, even read him or not, I think I—I I wish that they kept that. And Last Jedi is the one who went against this story on. I wish that they kept that going. Like, being a Jedi is not something you can read about and become like the spirit of a jedi doesn't come from some sacred jedi text it just comes from who you are and like standing up for the right thing and like being force sensitive and all that like it doesn't matter what freaking grandmaster from three million years ago said so there another point for ryan johnson he understands star wars because that's but he's uh, the that's one an who, idea. but he's the one who brought the books back in the end anyway He's like, oh, they're in a drawer in the Millennium Falcon now. I mean, you need them to get them started, but it's not everything you should base your... I, I, I think that the scene with... Which I love the scene with Yoda. Again, I love every moment of that, but the whole point of the scene with Yoda almost was like contradicted when they were like, oh, but she, has, she took the books anyway. They're like, you don't need the second Jedi texts. Ray doesn't need them. And then it's like, but Ray has them anyway, just in case. You know, I feel like the, that takes away from it a little bit. All right, all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, did I convince you? I, I think Ha-ha. so. <laughs> Drink. Um. All right, but at the same time, like, you don't think that they need, like, the books to get them started a little bit, you know? It, okay. How many Jedi have there been in the last 30, 40 years? There's been, like, three. I mean, arguably more. If uh, How many students did Luke have? Yeah, but did, did he really? Te- I guess, but like, did he really teach him the sacred Jedi text? Like, we had, we almost, we we almost got extinct. We almost got extinct again. Might have, like start over at that point. You know, what does it matter what they said thirty million years ago? I don't know how long the Jedi have been around. Sorry for my lack of Star Wars lore book knowledge, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like start start anew. Like, raise all the Jedi. She doesn't need the books. That's yeah. all the Jedi comes from a future movie that we're not discussing today, but... Yeah, that, I, I was just about to ask you a question about that, but we should discuss yeah. that another time. Um, I, I don't think the books were neat. I think the whole point of that scene with Yoda was she doesn't need the books. And they went against that in The Last Jedi by being like, oh, she has them anyway. Okay. I, I agree with you there. Okay. I, I, I agree with that. Okay. All right. Let's... Uh, you want to talk about Snoke now? Yeah. So I was going to say we, Snoke... We skipped over... Um, Force FaceTime with Okay, yeah. Force FaceTime. Let's just me the, the poppy. I need a refill. Poppy here. Here we go. I might need a refill too. Alright, you you start talking about your opinions of So I actually think that one thing I liked about the Last Jedi was it built up Kylo and Ray's relationship. And I felt that that was a plot point that they continued into Rise of Skywalker well too. Like I think that the the uh, relationship between Kylo and Ray is something that was really effectively built in the sequels and they did well. And it really starts in The Last Jedi because they have very little screen time together in The Force Awakens, if you think about it. Let me throw me, throw me the poppy wine. Careful with the lappy, yeah. lappy top. Um, but yeah, I think that Rey and Kylo, their whole relationship pretty much starts in The Last Jedi. They really don't have much screen time before then. So I think that that's something I liked. I liked the Force FaceTime. I think it was a cool new Force power. Um, I think they played it off well in the Rise of Skywalker when it's like, oh, this is like something that only happens every... So often, like okay. I, I think it's cool that they connected them in that way. I, that, I think they could have explained that her power was like going, like to like her, the Force awakened in her because it was going to meet him. So it's like that's why they, they did, but they they didn't like really hone in on that at any point. Like they say it in one line, that's it. 
I, I don't think they, they needed to say more than that. Otherwise, it would have been too exposition-y. You know, I, I, the way that Snoke says it, and that's a great thing, huge high point for The Last Jedi, is that that's been a thing throughout all Star Wars, which they never really say. They never, Is yeah. that the, the Force, you can track it throughout every movie, is how it's balancing, balancing itself out. That any high point in the dark side has to be met with it equally high in the light side, or vice versa. And they finally say it in this movie, which is a huge high point for me. I really like that. Um, and I do like their relationship, like you said, there. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. That's the, not... the actual FaceTime, maybe? Like, about the actual mechanics of the FaceTime? Yeah, I mean, like... I don't know. I completely forgot what I was going to say about this. Uh, oh, <laughs> you you were saying uh, they don't really have much interaction before Last Jedi, and it made me think of like, oh, what, what when did they interact in Force Awakens? One they of just want to know the worst quote, one of the worst quotes. What is it? You need a teacher. I could show you the ways of the Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Kylo! You need a teacher. Um, okay, that's what I that's what I couldn't remember. Okay, well, but, I'm glad it was a quote. <laughs> yes, but I like I like the Force FaceTime. It it's it's a little it was a little off putting, like kind of just throwing that in and like you know the scene where she like sees him shirtless and you know squ- swallow yeah. swallow Ben swallow. Yeah, so. him being real wide was a little weird. Yeah. yeah, um, I like the Force FaceTime too. I think that was something that they continued with. But is that manufactured? Did we net out that is that Palpatine? that manufactured that or is it a real I think that's something that is again they try to give you two explanations for one thing they're like oh I Snoke is like I connected you too so I'd bring you here or whatever Mm -hmm. but then they're like oh your power was also rising to meet it so you're a dyad or whatever like I think they tried to give two explanations for it to like show oh Snoke is really the big villain not really um, and then also be like oh but they're a dyad I don't think that they nailed that down too well yeah and you know what else it's not not uh, nailed down enough is that like I said I like how they address that oh light needs to meet the dark dark needs to meet the light but is a dyad different than instances in the past where light has met dark and dark has met light because they make it seem like a dyad is something that's completely special and doesn't happen ever but technically isn't when Anakin was on the light side wasn't he the dyad to Palpatine's dark like well I think that that's more like you get into expanded universe stuff so not canon I don't, and I think that Palpatine and Anakin wouldn't be like a dyad because one, they're not even close to the same age. And like, I, I don't know. I think that's a little different. It's like more because they were experimenting with things in the force that they shouldn't have been and like punished them with a light slash dark figure. I don't know. I think Anakin's on his own dyad. Well then for, for another example, then what would you consider Luke and Leia, the dyad to Palpatine and, and Vader in the original no. trilogy? no. I think a dyad is something we haven't seen in like the. So Star you think it's something thing. completely new? I think it's something new, and I and I like that. I I like the the dyad. Um, okay. I'm again. I'm fine with them expanding the Force lore. I think that's something cool. Like, why would you not take the opportunity to add new things to the lore? That's lot, the whole point of a new movie. Yeah, yeah. I think some Star Wars fans get a little annoyed when things are expanded on instead of just going into the same things that have been done for years. Like, I like having new things to be like that is a new power. That's cool. Exactly. Like. No, I think they should have explained the dyad and where it came from a little bit better. No, no, no Star Wars. I, I don't. Yeah, that's where a point where I don't get it because no Star Wars fans complained in Rebels or uh, Mandalorian when they introduced new concepts. 
but like now they're complaining in the movies when they introduce it's, it's Superman. not Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I think Rebels and Clone Wars get a little bit of a pass because they're animated. So like some of the things they show get a little bit more outlandish. Like no one got mad that no one used animal control powers in other Star Wars content when Ezra was like controlling animals and Rebels. That and huge. Can we talk- I would use that all the time. Mortis is like hugely is huge, outlandish. Yeah. Like. A land where... But I think it gets imp- a pass because it's animated. It, it definitely does. And it's great. It, it's really good, but... But people get people don't get mad at that, and they get mad at the dyad. Yeah, I don't think that they should have gotten mad at the dyad. Yeah, I don't think so either. I expected this to be a lot more like us hating on the... Le- I really don't hate the... Le- but here's the thing. I don't hate I, the... I'll Lash give guy. it credit where it gets credit. Yes. And I'll also... There are parts of it that I really do not like. Like we've talked about, like the Luke arc trash him throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder absolutely hate it uh the casino scene snore snooze (laughs) (laughs) snooze. like there's parts of it that i do like but i have no desire like when i'm like i'm in a star wars movie i want to watch a star wars movie i have no desire to be like let's watch the last jedi right now where like there's only a few things that i don't like about it and i could say that about any star wars movie Mm. like all right there's a few things that i don't like maybe there's not a few things i hate in every movie but I always have a mood. I could always be in a mood like, let's watch Return of the Jedi. Like, let's watch Attack of the Clones today. Like, let's watch uh, A New Hope. Let's watch Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm never like, let me watch. Let's. I'm such in a mood to watch The Last Jedi today. You know? I, I think because it really has no bearing on the other Star Wars movies. Like, the only movies it affects is nine. And like, I don't know. You just... There's not like I don't hate any of the main characters. I like kind I like like Kylo in a way. I really loved Rey when the first like after Force Awakens and then after that I feel like she stayed kind of stagnant. And she doesn't really she gets very little screen time in the in the Last Jedi. She does. Rey is not in that much of the Last Jedi. It's crazy if you think about it. Um like Finn, I feel like he was underutilized. Could have explored more. Like I just don't always care about what's happening in it you know what i mean because you and know like it's so not gonna there are anything. so many little things that like really annoy me like watching luke's whole thing annoys the hell out of me yeah but and like also the other things i think a lot of the strings like you mentioned like don't really go anywhere when you think of it in from like a general star wars how where does this end up going standpoint like i think a lot of things just don't go anywhere um well yeah i, I I attribute that to Rise of Skywalker, though. I'll stay by my theory. My hot take I is don't that really agree with if you. they went with Last Shot, I maybe changed a few things. If JJ just changed a couple things, you know, there'd be much more positive reception to it. You it know, would... I'm a little bit of a Rise of Skywalker stand. <laughs> I, I know you are, but think about think about how revolutionary and like crazy Empire Strikes Back was, where it, like nothing, no sequel like that had ever come out. I mean, barely any sequels were out at the time. Like, this did something crazy different. It's like, if you think about it, it kind of is, in a roundabout way, the Empire Strikes Back of this trilogy. And But they're not killing off the main villain. But again, it's st- you don't have to do the exact same thing, but there's still, like, wildly different things that are like, what? Like, you kill off the main... You kill off Snoke, like, the leader of the Empire? Which like, was dumb. What? Like, you did this? Like, well, not... What? Killing off Snoke wasn't dumb, but not establishing, not establishing, like, what Snoke is and where he came from before killing him off and like having him pretty much be like oh he's a new emperor but dead that's dumb but i don't want no but i i don't i don't what i don't mind that because i love kylo as top dog like if they like kylo as top dog but you still he's not top dog if he's just defeating this random villain that no one cares about no like palpatine 
my favorite villain of all time. Oh, of, no doubt. But he, but let's be and honest, like didn't need to be because of the bring... prequels. Yeah, but Snoke, like obviously we knew he wasn't going to come up to Palpatine's level, but he doesn't do anything before he goes out that you're like, wow, this guy's crazy. Yeah, he's not crazy. He's but just what... floating people in the no, air. He he's was, just floating people. All he was the place. sick in the throne scene. I love that scene oh, when, when he just God. like when he when he zaps Kylo. Right, it, right. It's it's Kylo. He, he zaps. Yeah, right. He's just a little angry guy. And when he uh, was Snoke did on the on the the hologram, he like slammed him to the floor and stuff. But it, that's, he, I feel he like does... that's all we needed. If you like, you really because if you would have made him too crazy, then people would have missed him and been more upset that he would that he was dead. I guess, but you can go back and like show flashbacks of him being crazy or something. Like him just like again, they could have shown flashbacks. In yeah, episode that's true. Nine. But you know what I mean? I don't. I think that him just kind of being a means for Kylo to become top dog and like to turn Kylo to dark side, kind of, and like it just doesn't. I, I thought it was crazy during the movie. I was like, wow, that's crazy. I remember and, you came out of the movie, and I was like, how was it? And you were like, it was bananas. It that's was it. literally bananas. Like, <laughs> it was bananas. Like, that scene was bananas. Um, and I don't know. They just didn't really – even if he's like you, – you, you, you mean to tell me that if they went with what happened in Last Jedi like, – forget about everything else. Only the, only the Snoke and Kylo stuff, Kylo being top dog. And then in episode nine, Kylo was like – the baddest of bad villains like wasn't redeemed and like snoke like whoever it wasn't palpatine it was kylo the big bad of episode nine that you wouldn't have loved that i feel like i would have loved it but they would have still had to give me more of snoke flashbacks or something like snoke meant nothing like how did he turn kylo we don't even know it's just like oh snoke turned him yeah they they would definitely would have had to give like a couple flashbacks and and he's just so similar to palpatine anyway like they just gave him like he's not cool at all He's not cool. He's just yelling. He's just yelling at people. He's, he's nice, just mean. He's got a nice gold robe. Shiny. <laughs> Thanks. Sparkly. Like, they just sold some toys of him, and that's it. Speaking of which, Andy Serkis is coming back for the Andor show, which I know is your favorite show. You can't wait for to see Andor. I'm not excited for Andor. <laughs> in the slightest. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think he's going to play Snoke. I think he's he's a popular voice actor. He's probably playing somebody yeah. else. But, like... I doubt he's going to Everyone's got their theories. Like, oh, they're going to get the backstory for Snoke in this... Okay. They're already giving this us is, that of Mandalorian. This is this is getting into other Star Wars shows, but I feel like every Star Wars show that I've seen since the sequel trilogy ends, it's like, oh, they're cloning people. Uh. What are they doing? <laughs> is it Snoke? Is it Palpatine? They did it in Bad Batch. They did it in Mandalorian. It's like, oh, look at these tubes. Bad Batch makes sense. It makes sense. Like, but it, like, why are they showing me these tubes in every show that mean uh. nothing? <laughs> <laughs> So many There's tubes. So many cloning tubes. So many like, tubes. Stop with these cloning tubes. <laughs> anyway, back to the last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing that we haven't touched on yet is Leia's scene where she's, you know. Floating. Oh my God, Mary Poppins. Yes, y'all. Mary Poppins. <laughs> is that Drake. Quote? Yes, that's a quote. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh. Is that a nickname too? Yeah. Double drink. Double drink. Yeah. Um. So. Here's exactly how I feel about that scene. I really wanted Leia to use the Force going into the sequel trilogy. Um, I think that it may... Like, I, I'm happy that they gave her a scene where she used the Force, but it just looks weird. It just looks <laughs> off-putting. Like, it just is odd. And, like, the first time around, I was like, that was a little weird. It's, like, so early in the movie, you don't want to, like, discount the movie, too. I was like, that was a little weird, but whatever. I'll, like, take it. And then I watched it again, and I was like, this... This is weird. This is not how the... That's not how the Force works. Dash Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think it was a little jarring that like we we all knew that she's like force sensitive. Like she had she's powerful with the force. We didn't know that she was a Jedi until uh, Rise of Skywalker. Great plot point. Great plot point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it was a little jarring to see like not only that scene where she's floating through space like Mary Poppins, but then the <laughs> other scene where she literally like blows open the door like a freaking bomb. Like when uh when Poe is like uh holding the bridge by himself and then they see oh, like someone yeah. trying to break it and it just like explodes open and it's Leia that did it with the force. I didn't even that's realize freaking that. power. I didn't like, even realize that she did it with the force. Yeah, that's jarring as hell. Like I didn't realize she did it with the force. I never even thought about it. I feel like it would have been so cool. Like even though it like, would have been cool if there was something going down and she just like Exactly. Pushes someone away. I, or something I told like you that. that before the movie came out, I was like, "In the, there better be like having a battle with Snoke." This is before the movie came out, so we thought Luke was going to be in it more. I was like, "Luke's going to be fighting Snoke with Ray, and Kylo's going to be there too, and they're going to be losing." And all of a sudden, like Leia's just going to do That'd one cool. little thing to help them out or something like. Like something where ugh, I like that they didn't reveal that she was actually a Jedi until later on. Like I like. I, I wanted something small. I didn't want her fighting with the lightsaber in the against Snoke or against Kylo. That would have been very weird. That would have like, been very Leia with the lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Would have been weird, but um, just her pushing, like her actually using like the physical force to like grab something. Or I agree, that would have been cool, right? <sighs> yeah, the Mary Poppins scene was weird, and like also it made it weirder that like she had passed away, and like so many people thought, like in the moment you were like, oh my god, they just killed her off because the actress passed away, and then they were like, oh, oh did that happen when Last Jedi came out? I thought it was, was in between. It was it was after they started filming Last Jedi, but it hadn't been released yet. So like you went to Last Jedi knowing she had passed away, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, really? Yeah. So like I, I thought, thought it was mid filming, and it looked like nine. it was CGI'd at that point too. Like it looked weird. The whole scene looked. weird. It looks like the freaking. Uh, this is the only thing I could think of. Um, is you know when she's in space and you think she's dead, and then all of a sudden her hand just kind of like flinches. Yeah. It looks like Vision when he's like first coming to life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I I thought I was like oh my god did they just kill her off. Because of Carrie Fisher, yeah. which I thought would have been even dumber, but um, oh, they wouldn't do that. They know better than that. Yeah, to... but I thought, but that it looked weird. It looked the whole scene looked weird, and like no one survives being blown up in space. <laughs> and there's also they just blow her up, and Apparently there's like a, does. a like few minutes before you see her like floating through space. Like she's in there for a good portion of time. Like they don't blow her up and then immediately show her face. Like they blow up the whole room, and then other things happen, and then they go back to her like. Really? Through space. I haven't yeah. seen this movie in a while, so yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just off putting the scene. I think it's a weird way to have her use the force, but again, it's not like my biggest qualm with the movie. It's just another version of like that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not. It's on. To be honest, like it it is something that I came out of the movie. No, when I first came out of the movie, I thought the same thing as you. I was like, that was bananas. Like, originally, I was, like, just so shocked by everything that happened. I was like, that was so cool. Like, so many crazy things happened. But then when I settled, I thought about it. Was it was very crazy. And, yeah, when I thought about the last scene, I was like, okay, I guess that was a little weird. But it's not the sort of thing where I'm, like, up in arms and, like, I'm losing sleep at night. I think it could like, have been shot better one. And it, I think it – I don't think that space survival is a force power. Yeah, the mechanics of that is a, is a little weird. It's just like, oh, she used the Force. It's like one of those things where I always say, like, Star Wars can really do whatever they want because they'll be like, the Force. Yeah. And that's, it's just like, she survived space because of the Force. Pretty much. Um, how do we feel? Another plot line I want to talk about. Admiral Holdo and Poe Dameron. We're just going to bring this up. So, are you referring, are we in including, I know a lot of people don't like how 
a lot of the plot was just about them losing fuel the whole time. Well, no, we should talk about that for sure. That's not what I was going for, but I'd love to talk about that. If you had to summarize, uh, The Last Jedi plot badly is that an old hermit uh, loses faith in his religion while people lose gas on the highway. <laughs> Literally, yeah. That's true, too. It's like, oh, we have them on the string. I don't think the timelines line up. What do you mean? It seems like Rey is on planet Luke for, like, a while. So, and, like, they're in space for, like, a day. It doesn't, and and then it just doesn't seem like the timeline. So I don't think I don't think it's happening, uh, synchronously. I guess, but like, isn't the whole the also the whole last Jedi like, just starting? Let's say from Poe's point of view, it takes place within like three days, maybe less. Yeah, so I think like the end of Force Awakens, she's there. Maybe she's there with Luke for a month. But she's Force FaceTiming Kylo the whole time, so she has to be connected to the timeline. But is Kylo's FaceTime scenes with her happening in I think so. conjunction with like because the... he's yeah I think so I don't know about that I honest. think that the timelines just don't really make much sense and they kind of just threw him in there which happens I mean that happens in lots of movies Padme's pregnancy happens within a week that that is true that's <laughs> but but like th- that chase scene could be happening for like I guess a, a week or for a few weeks I mean. So we gotta think about, about it. Th- th- there's no way space fuel only lasts for like a couple days, and space shields like you gotta think the technology is a little better than that. You would also think the first order technology would be a little better to chase them and kill them. That, that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would you would think so. Um, I don't know. I I liked it at first. Like I said, it, it's something that kind of like flew over my head, and when I first watched the movie, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like there's like some tension between Poe, like, but. I feel like when I think back on it, Poe was kind of reduced to just like a like temper tantrum like flyboy in in Last Jedi. Whereas I would have liked him tell to tell be... him what was going on. Yeah, I, I I really don't know. I don't get their like little rivalry throughout it. I guess they didn't want her to sacrifice herself, and they would have wasted time. But what Leia, do you mean? Leia was like fine with it. She had to hold her had to sacrifice. Yeah, herself. and the fact that Leia let her sacrifice herself. Leia should have been like, I'll sacrifice myself. What are you doing? <laughs> Not that I would want that because I'd much rather Leia in the next movie than Admiral Holdo. <laughs> but like, it was weird that Leia was like, okay, you can sacrifice yourself. I mean, what else are they going to do? Have Leia sacrifice herself. No, I like that Leia was in the Skywalker. But they, they, they sh- she should have told her. Um, it was, she should have she should have told Poe what was going on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Throughout the whole mutiny thing. Like, oh, no, we have a plan. Don't worry. I don't know. I, I guess they wanted to, like, set up Poe to be, like, the successor to Leia, like, the leader of the Resistance and stuff like that. But I feel like he could have fit really well into the, con- the, the, the casino plotline and been, like, the Han character, you know? Yeah, I think that what this movie did, too, is, like, which I guess Force Awakens, like, left them in this area. But, like, they don't... the main three characters don't spend that much time together. I feel like they really build up Finn and Poe's bromance within the first, like, few minutes of Force Awakens, and then they're not really together all that much. And then Last Jedi is, like, really guilty of just, like, they're all separate the whole movie. Yeah. So, like, how do they really build... It's hard to build the relationship between all three of the characters. It is, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Why didn't you tell them what was going on? 
I really do not know. How do you f- okay? How do you feel about the hyperspace scene where she crashes into the ship with the hyperspace thing? It was cool. I thought that scene was awesome. Do people not like that? <laughs> people hate that scene. Why? Because people are like, why don't they? Why don't they like? Con- like, why don't they continue to do that? But I think in Rise of Skywalker they quelled that a little bit. That's a they're pulling the same shit as like the new Force powers. Like, why didn't they do this there? Like, yeah. like I think it's like in Rise of Skywalker they're like that's one in a million shot. I thought that was a beautifully shot scene for sure. Yeah, and I think it also affected the other storylines well. Where like Finn is like about to get killed, Ray and Kylo like just blew up the lightsaber. Like it affects. I think that's kind of like the moment that all the storylines kind of come together mm-hmm. and then move into more of like the crate stuff yeah i liked it i i, I can't see why people wouldn't have liked that I thought, yeah i, thought it was I, cool. I like i and i like the way it's just like silent for a second and then it's like bah, 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 yeah it's bah, really cool quoting batu from core <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what do you think about porgs i know that's another kind of, <laughs> <laughs> another kind of controversial oh the porgs are cute they like to sell toys they like to sell toys they're gonna Star Wars has always been about yeah. Sell, sell I don't, toys, I don't mind the Porgs. They were they were not heavy handed. They were funny in the moments. Yeah, they were cute. Like I don't hate them, but I don't. And like Chewie becomes friends with them. Yeah, in the end. he tries. He did kill him and eat and roast. Yeah, he, he almost did. He, well, he, he stopped it. himself. Yeah. He roasted it. It's dead. Yeah, but he didn't eat it. Why not though? It's already dead. He should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm okay with the Porgs. How did you feel? Okay, isn't it? I feel like something that again going back to. Ray not being in the movie that much. I feel like the final act with everything happening on Crate, like, Ray does nothing except lift rocks. Isn't she in the Falcon with Chewie for a little bit? But she doesn't really do anything. I guess they, like, really wanted to focus on Luke at that point. Which Kylo is being annoying in that whole scene, too. More! 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 That's one of my favorite memes that's come out of Last Shadow. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the it's jarring how little the main character is in the final act of the movie. Yeah, but you can you can also say that Kylo is the main character too. He's equally Ray's the main character. character as, Ray, as Kylo is the antagonist. Ray's the protagonist. Does that exclude him from being a main character though? He's a main character, but he's the main villain. She's the main character. She's not in it at all. Yeah. I guess. Whatever. I don't care, though. <laughs> um, do you, A lot of people... Okay. A lot of people were upset that Finn didn't end up sacrificing himself in that moment when he was going to fly into the the battering ram. That people were like, that would have been... a that Even even though like it would have ended his arc short, like that would have been great like for him to sacrifice himself against the order that he disbanded from. I, I, I really like... I, I thought Finn had a lot of potential. I won't say I really like him because I think they underutilized him. I wanted him to continue into the final movie. I feel like Star Wars is very much built on trios. Like, you can't really go into the last movie without one of the main three trios. They, would, they could have had Rose, though. But, oh. uh, yeah. but she's not a main three trio, though. She's not in all three movies. I'm talking about Ray, Ray, uh, not Ray. I'm talking Ray, Finn, and Poe in the sequels. So now I'm talking about okay, I'm but... talking the sequels. And Han, Leia, Luke in the originals and then anakin padme obi-wan in the okay but you want you want to talk about trios like when i came out of force awakens for the first time and people were like oh the main trio is poe finn and and ray i was like really poe 
He was in the movie for two seconds. In but Force he's Awakens. definitely supposed to be one of the mains. I had I you could not tell that from watching Force Awakens. I I'll guess. tell you that. Well, that that's what they did a bad job of really building the trio, but. I don't know. I, I, the trio's not necessary, but I wish that Finn got more to do in the final movie, for sure. I don't think that him sacrificing himself would have been my favorite way to go about it. But I would have like, I would have been like, that was a beautiful scene. Like, sad that he was gone. Yeah. It would have been better than him getting that terrible kiss. <laughs> the kiss and the... Uh, we're talking about other movies now with uh, Rise of Skywalker. Ray, I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, something we haven't talked about all that much at all, really. The throne room scene. How do we feel about it? Uh, so before when I mentioned that even though I have a few problems with this movie, but I don't hate it uh, per se, holistically, um, but I still never in the mood to watch it. If I'm, If there's any scene that I watch on YouTube, it's the throne room scene. I, I watched beforehand when uh, Snoke is like first talking to Rey and stuff like that, and then I watched the battle, actually, right after they kill Snoke. Yeah, so if you go to popcornheist.com, we have an article ranking every single lightsaber duel, including right. the throne room scene and all melee battles. Can we give it a round of applause for, for to <laughs> Nick for writing a monster of an article? Literal <laughs> an advertisement for popcornheist.com, but we have an article ranking all the Star Wars battles, and you can see my thoughts related to the throne room scene. The throne room scene... I cannot speak. Throne room scene. All right. Is that a, a, a frazzle? A, a frazzle? <laughs> it's frazzle not really, but... <laughs> the throne room scene is great. Um, I don't care if you saw a video on YouTube of some choreographer being like, when you slow it down, look at all the little mistakes there are. That happens in every battle. In Revenge of the Sith. Are there really people that are nitpicking it that much? Yeah. Oh my God. You've never seen this? Oh my people are like, God. Oh, look, weapons are disappearing. In Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan's... Anakin is holding Obi-Wan down with Obi-Wan's lightsaber and then it switches to Anakin's lightsaber and it switches back to Obi-Wan's lightsaber. Like, every <laughs> battle is going to have little nitpicks. The people who hate The Last Jedi love to nitpick this battle when this is actually a super enjoyable scene. Like, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know when you saw this battle in theaters, you were not like, oh my god, where is that small little weapon going? Like, you enjoyed this theme, this scene. This is a great Yeah. Fight. Um, super intense, like, Snoke just died, which, again, whether or not you like Snoke dying, like, su you're, like, super engrossed in, like, this plot right now. You're like, what's going on? And it's just a different type of scene. Like, there's, it's, it's like, them back-to-back -back fighting. They're fighting multiple other opponents. There's, like, new weapons in it. It's just a super cool scene. It's shot really well. Um, like, the colors look amazing. Um, so I don't care about your little YouTube videos where you nitpick this fight. Because <laughs> you know you didn't see that the first time around until you slowed it down and watched whatever the person on YouTube showed you. Yeah. <laughs> totally agree. Like, I had no idea that people nitpicked it that much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are definitely mistakes in it. Like, cho choreographical mistakes. Like, there are. Like, there's one guy who, like, swings above Ray's head. Give me a Have you ever watched give Attack me. of the Clones when Anakin just stands there while Dooku cuts off his arm? This break. is Star Wars. That and in Attack of the Clones in uh, the Coliseum when Padme's like shirt turns into a crop top all of a sudden. You know that scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me a freaking break. Listen, oh my god. I mean, god. it's no Darth Maul battle, but it's a good battle. Yeah, Duel of Fates is better. <laughs> <laughs> I love Darth Maul. I love Darth okay. Maul. Ron and Ryan and Ryan Darth Maul. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, we could. Would be, would be so down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
holistically though, like do you, do you hate, love, dislike the Last Jedi? I'd say dislike. I would say really my main thing, which is huge, is Luke. Is like that's come on, doesn't really fit into the Star Wars story. Um, I think it's a beautiful, beautifully shot movie. I think the action's really cool. Um, music is obviously cool. John Williams always kills it. I got, I got, I got a quote that you made me think of George Lucas's only quote about the Last Jedi: "Beautifully made." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it, it is beautifully made. But, but I, think I think that's a very vague quote to yeah. like not, not say something, but also say something yeah. about the movie. I, I just think that. I just think a lot of the plot lines don't really work. Luke's plot line definitely doesn't work. Yeah, there there are definitely some mistakes in the decision making there, and I would love to have been you. You and I would have loved to have been in the writers' room when they were making those. We decisions. would have been like, maybe don't do that. Don't with Luke. do that. And we would have had some great ideas. <laughs> but that's like the crux of the movie is Luke's whole thing, which is really what what gets me there. Yeah, it's unfair to for people to attack ryan johnson say he doesn't understand star wars because there are some things because it has the overall feel of a star wars movie and i still think that there are thread lines in there that are like he understands star wars he's but he's taking it in the direction where it's still rooted in ideas that have always been present in star wars but i just think the execution of certain ideas was very poorly like i think he it i don't i'm not gonna say this is what he did but it the way it comes off to me like luke's storyline it comes off as like, oh, this would be a really cool way to like do something different with Luke. I'm just gonna do it without like actually. I think my problem. I, is... I don't know. I I, I don't want to say that that's what he did, but that's the way it, it comes off to to me. I think my problem isn't so much with Ryan Johnson. I think it's with the fact that they just were like, let's make Star Wars sequels. Bam, bam, bam. Who's gonna Who's gonna make them? Yeah, but it's also unfair no... for for fans to be like Ryan Johnson like sucks. I he think... doesn't like he he made a a, a beautiful movie that like you said like has some great scenes like has great elements to it it's just all together their strategy for the sequels doesn't I think, work with it yeah i think that there was just no direction for the whole sequels in general but i think my only issue with ryan johnson's direction is what they did with luke not only but like one of my main issues is what they did with luke yeah. and I, I do think that there are plot lines that are irrelevant i think both finn and rose and poe and holdo like I don't think they're super irrelevant, but I also don't think they're like super page turners. They are not. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. You know what I mean? Like you don't enjoy every moment of it. Like at times you don't even care what's going on because it really doesn't matter. Um, but that's because of what happened in episode nine again. I, th I no, think but like you don't really like. I think the overall storylines like neither of them are super irrelevant, but to the to the movie itself like. It doesn't really. Some of the some of the plot points don't make sense. But again, if they would have just and went with what is so boring, it, it is a little boring. But again, if they just went with stuff, you mean to tell me you wouldn't be a little bit more interested in in like rewatching Last Shot? I I feel like I guess, but I don't know. I, I where there's definitely going to be a wine and rant about Rise of Skywalker. I feel like there has to be. There, yeah, there definitely will. Um, be. no. I, again, I think my main thing here is like again. The Jedi just returned. Why are you going to turn Luke into even more, like, you're going to literally just go against Luke's whole arc that he was on for three movies. Not just Not in, put in, him in the in, seventh movie and then in the eighth movie just undo everything. Like, it, that doesn't make any sense. I think, like, the, in general, from a Star Wars standpoint, this one really sets it back to, like, 
the Jedi are no more, and we have to rebuild them, maybe, question mark. I don't know. I just feel like it's just... <sighs> it's frustrating. Frazzle gap for it frazzle is. stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Again, all right, my holistic views. If you zoom in and take the very basic ideas that are present throughout this movie, I don't have problems with them except for Luke. I think that's the only thing about it that I take major issue with. Everything else, like I've said, like let the past die, we're moving forward, new direction, no Jedi, no Sith, let's make a new direction. Obviously, like we said, the execution is not really there because they end up just like continuing. But they didn't even accept that theme in The Last Jedi. I I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like like the execution in the end, but I'm saying when you zoom in like the basic ideas of what the movie was built built upon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have issue with them. I think that would have been a great new way to take Star Wars in. I think, again, they didn't execute them well in the end because Ray just ends up taking the books again and doesn't really like clarify on like what kind of Jedi and Order is like, continuing here. Kyle's evil Ray is good. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the contentions that come out within the fan base of like things that the general public do not like about The Last Jedi, I don't agree with as we've discussed throughout this whole episode. I think the fandom hates on it more than it deserves. Yeah, and I still stand by my hot take. They could have changed some slight things for Rise of Skywalker, but kept most of it. And people would like Last Jedi a lot more than they do right now. Case closed. They definitely didn't help by undoing it. I agree. Do I have to drink for that? But I've been saying that. They didn't, Rise of Skywalker didn't do Last Jedi any favors by undoing everything they did because they were like, oh, see, no one liked it, so we're going to undo it. But. Yeah. I don't like Last Jedi that much. It is one of my least favorite Star Wars movies. I won't lie to you. Um, it's it's definitely, I mean, majority of sequels are down there on my on my ranking. Uh, I mean. Do you know ma- what the highest one is of the sequels? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Not my highest Star Wars movie, to be clear. My no. highest sequel Star Wars movie. No, your highest is Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I, know, I know that already. <laughs> Love that movie. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a basic guy. You know what my, my top one is. But like, aside from that, do you know? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Do you know besides that what one of my top ones is? Rogue I think I think it's my second one. Yeah, Rogue One. I love Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue One's in my top three. Rogue One probably. is yeah. Rogue One is so good. Okay. We we can't write the Star Wars. Movie no, we can't. We can't. Um, <laughs> no, but you know, I I do I do not hate this movie, but again. There's something to be said about like I never want to rewatch it. <laughs> oh my god! I don't hate it. I don't love it. I I, w- I would say that I like it except for the Luke part. Luke part is a really really the only part. But and hate is, is a very most... strong word, and I I hate that part I, of the movie. I think the Luke part is the worst part, but it's also the thing like the only storyline of any substance until the, the second half of the movie is the Luke thing. So like. The whole enjoyable storyline part, like what's going to happen with the Ray and the lightsaber and Luke, means nothing. And then all the rest with Admiral Holdo and Poe and Finn and Rose is like, Arr. so much. Um, I don't know. So I think that's why it's like the only storyline I really, not I, not the only, but like the one I'm interested in the most, and there being a flop. Um, but yeah, one of my least favorite Star Wars movies. Um, I think it gets a little bit too much hate. I think people like to nitpick things that they shouldn't nitpick because they hate this movie. Let's be honest. People like to nitpick for the sake of be- for the sake yeah. of nitpicking. But that's the fun of being a Star Wars fan. Not all of them are good. 
But the overall story, it's fun. Honestly, it's great. Star Wars would not be what it is if it, if everything was perfect. That's why we I love know. the. I know. Every, I, that I love Star Wars regardless of of anything. And you know, Wine and Rant. Is, that's the point of Wine and Rant is talking freely about what we love and what we hate. And we sequels just, were a missed opportunity. I think we can agree on one thing: we just <laughs> love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. With that. Join the heist. Join the heist. Thank you.